Dries on rocks. Cherry blossom hits my eyes. It's Urbane Legends. Hello and welcome to Urbane Legends. I am Haiku Master Chris Flynn. And with me, he's come all the way for Brighton and he's very well supported. Tonight, he is going to be performing as Robbie Williams singing Angels. It is Mr. Uh, Neil Herbert. Neil Herbert. Lovely. How you doing, Neil? That was my karaoke Robbie Williams impression. Very um, good. Yeah, good, thank you. Very good. Yeah, why did you uh, decide to come on Stars for Your Eyes as uh, as Robbie Williams? Because you look now like him. Well, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, he's, 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 very he's popular, one of our greatest he? entertainers, isn't he? He's a, he's a popular lad. Oh, you know, everyone loves that Eurovision. angel song. Mm-hmm. I want it played at my wedding and my funeral. Yeah. My second wedding. (laughs) Funnily enough, but yeah, on the same occasion. Might as well be. Might as well be. So what have you been up to this week? Uh, I understand when you're not performing in the local working men's clubs as a Robbie William impersonator, you're a scaffolder. Is that right? Hog carrier, actually, Chris. Hog carrier. Not scaffolding yet. A little bit scaffolding on the side, you know, cash in hand, do what you like. Lovely. But, uh, you know, technically now I'm more more of a hog carrier, yeah. Do you work on Irish-only sites, like in the 80s, where you where it's all cash in hand so you don't pay any tax because you're supporting the Republican movement? Yeah, absolutely. Good. Glad to hear it. Yeah. Just pay the tithe, you know? Yeah. Nice stuff. Um, so, uh, have you, have you uh, had any hilarious incidents while you've been uh, carrying bricks over your shoulder recently? Anything fun like that as a... As maybe a dog yeah. got on the site or something. Yeah, someone, funnily enough, yeah, I was. I was someone put I was a brick in a sandwich. I was, I was drunk, obviously. Yeah, and, of um, yeah, and uh, yeah, a dog came over. I sort of like, tripped over a bit. My uh, my bricks all fell down, and uh, you know, straight into. Ah, look at him, the head. Egypt Neil. You've dropped your bricks. Something yeah. like that. I mean, there were three fatalities. So probably not that funny, but yeah, you know, two of them. We all laughed about it. Those of us that were still alive. Yeah. Well. It's, you know, life's, life's cheap on the construction sites of the 1980s, isn't it? it Give us a story for the wake, Chris. The wakes. Yeah. Did you? How did the wakes go? Have a lot of Guinness? And we couldn't have an open coffin, obviously, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know. They were very ugly. Yeah. Didn't want to scare the kids. <laughs> well, like with their family. Um, yeah, you know, usual thing. It's a pauper's funeral. It's fun. Yeah, we I'm just marked, um, I'm upgrades. <laughs> we put them in the foundations of the house that we were building. Lovely, so, yeah, that's good. Saved on a bit of cement, didn't you? Exactly, yeah. That's Every good. penny that, counts. That's just money in your pocket. That's I call it around money. I mean, yeah. Hmm. Very nice, and um, and that's something for everyone in London whose house was built in the eighties to think about. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, to be honest, we've made all that up. I don't think there are lots of. I, don't I think it's entirely fictitious. Well, is it or isn't it? I don't know. Well, it could be true. You decide. Could be you another just, urban myth, couldn't it? Could be another urban myth that we've just made up. Who knows? <laughs> um, so, Neil, this week we're going to be looking at quite a new urban legend. 
it's kind of spooky pasta, but also it's quite widely reported. And um, so it kind of got national attention or international attention because there was a Netflix TV series about this crazy hotel in L.A., which is meant to be kind of haunted and there's been quite a few mysterious deaths there. Okay. And there was... Is this a fictitious recounting or is it a documentary? It is an actual documentary. Yeah. And they don't say that it was because of the urban legend, but people said, hey, that's what was going on there is a bit like this urban legend. Make your own mind up. Yeah. So the urban legend is the elevator game which okay. is uh, from Korea and Japan originally, the kind of the spooky tale. Um, but it kind of got worldwide attention when this documentary uh, in Netflix was about, um, was looking into the mysterious death of a young woman called Elisa Lam. Okay, because so you said come from Korea, but the documentary was a, a US-based hotel. Yes, but she is of Korean descent. Okay. So um, I'll, I'll tell you about I'll tell you about her mysterious death first. It's, it's very sad, um, obviously, um, but there's she was acting very strangely in there's like CCTV of the of um, her in the elevator. Coming out of TVs and stuff, huh? Coming out Coming of TVs. Out TVs and stuff. Uh, no, Probably she watched a bit too much J horror in my time. At that point, she wasn't haunted. Um, no, but yeah, let's. Oh, no, not the lamp over there. Uh, let's, because I've got, I've got loads of lamps all around me. It's like a Aladdin's cave. Um, yeah, it could have been a poltergeist which had uh, haunted me and, uh, and made my arm do that, despite yeah. the fact I'm wearing a David Soul T-shirt. Um, so let's bear in mind that this is actually a real death. So, you know, this person did die tragically. So I'm not going to... Yeah. I'm not going to chuckle it up too much about her death, but not too much, just a little bit. Yeah, just a bit, you know. Got a few belly laughs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got to laugh about it. So, uh, and this is from the Sun. So that's a big. Okay, so this is going to get a respectful area. It's a big big rubbish news tabloid newspaper in England, but it does give us a little bit of background of the documentary and how it connects with the urban legend of the elevator game. So the elevator game is a creepy activity which sees the player given the chance to enter another world. With a new documentary on a mysterious death of Elisa Lam in 2013 that rocked the web coming out on Netflix been questioned whether she played the game before she died. So yeah, this is one as well. So this is one of the earlier earlier instances of you know you get kind of internet sleuths where yeah 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 so it's kind of uh you know people going on such and such a thing you can go and yeah use a ouija board or something like that and they'll try and demonstrate it for you know views or what have you presumably so so but first you so you don't have to go and like hunt down a ley line or something like this or do the real detective work you can just get in an elevator and presumably follow some rules and take you to another world that's exactly it yeah, that's, so, that's a big selling point. Because, so, you know, those ley lines are inconsistent. I'll go into it in a bit. But so the background is, so the numbers which are pressed in in the order are numbers. They spell which, out death in Chinese or something. <laughs> yeah. Which would be weird. Um, yeah. They're different places, Neil. <laughs> yeah. um, Keep telling me that. They are, they are numbers which have 
significance for um, haunting, like uh, get for yeah, getting people like once possessed. Once the date, the overnight hotel burnt down or something. No, no, they've they've got so back in back in uh, Korean sort of folklore they the you know numbers are significant in east yeah, asia like some numerology type thing yes yeah. it's like a numerology thing and these numbers are significant in okay. like for doing a haunting or something like that yeah um so it's like a spooky bingo spooky bingo so what is 66. the 66 66 kids <laughs> what is the legs 11 Slender Man. Uh, so what is the Korean elevator game? The elevator game is believed to originate in Korea. It's an odd ritual with a strict set of rules, which you will go through in case anyone wants to play. And, the rules. And, and I encourage everyone to have a go at it. Absolutely. <laughs> and I accept no responsibility if anyone ever does anything which I suggest. Um, that that uh, said to bring you to another world, the game must be played by one person in a building with ten floors. The rules tell a player to move up and down different floors before they are said to encounter a woman on the fifth story who should not be interacted with at all costs. I mean, that's just general elevator etiquette, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you don't want to be an elevator creep. I mean, can I just ask, um, does she have, like, a spooky face or a missing jaw or crawling out of a TV? You currently have as much information as I do, Neil. Fair enough. According to the guidelines, if the elevator descends to the first floor, according to the guidelines, if the elevator then descends to the first floor, the player must exit immediately. If it goes up, the player has apparently been admitted to another world. People have been warned not to try playing the game as it's dangerous. So, was Elisa let up? I just want to check one thing there then. So it says if it goes down to the ground floor, just get, get off immediately. Because presumably you've not been invited. No. So therefore, try Fuck to stay off. in. That's It's going to go badly wrong for you. Yes. There, presumably. Yeah, okay. Was Elisa Lam playing the Korean elevator game? Elisa Lam, 21, was a college student at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Lam had headed on a West Coast trip alone on January 26, 2013, by an Amtrak train from San Diego to Santa Cruz, California. She made a pit stop in Los Angeles and decided to check into the Cecil Hotel and was due to check out on the 31st of January, but never did. Her family were already wary that she was alone and decided to call the LAPD. Mm. Cops searched the hotel but could not find Lam anywhere in the premises. Authorities then decided to review surveillance footage and realised Lam had stepped into the elevator on the day of her disappearance. In the footage, Lam could be seen acting strangely as she steps into the elevator and begins pressing every button on the panel. She eventually steps out, pokes her head out to see who is in the hallway, and does that a few times until she decides to walk out completely. The last of the video shows her standing by herself, on the left side of the door, waving her hands and making random gestures. She's not seen talking to anyone, and this is uh, and is the only one captured on tape. The video made the rounds on the internet and amassed over 10, 000, tens of thousands of views, as many found her behaviour in equal parts strange and chilling. It was a large footage of Elisa alive, and it's unclear how she died. Authorities found no evidence of physical trauma in an autopsy report. Additionally, the only noticeable findings in a toxicology report were multiple different medications to treat her bipolar disorder, but there was no presence of alcohol 
or illegal drugs in her body at the time. So they've jumped ahead there, and I haven't said how she was found. Yeah, because I was assuming that, like, you know, she just suddenly disappeared, something like that. No. I was going to ask if there was CCTV outside the lift. No. Um, well, no. Sounds like there wasn't. There was only CCTV in the lift. <clears throat> Maintenance worker Santiago Lopez found Lamb's body floating in one of the hotel's water tanks on February 19th, 2013, after several hotel guests complained about the low water pressure and weird taste in the tap water. Oh, dear. She was discovered wearing the same clothes she had on the elevator, surveillance footage, and her body barely had any blood due to decomposition. An LA coroner issued the findings of accidental drowning with bipolar disorder as a significant factor. So... There's other bits around it, because I've watched this documentary ages ago, um, and it would have been very difficult for her, but not impossible, I don't think, for her to get in there. I mean, it, it's... Um... Yeah, you would think that would be quite difficult, so you wouldn't think it would be terribly accessible. I mean, obviously, people need to maintain these things, but... Yeah, I think but I think people go up on the roof for a fag and that kind of thing. I think the yeah. staff go up there to smoke, so I don't think the door was locked to go out there. Okay, yeah. So... That you could have access. And is, is that like, um, presumably it's one of these ones where they, they do it for the water pressure, don't they? So it's it's like up on the roof. Yes, and then it's like the yeah. Warner Brothers water tower yeah. thing. It stores, stores the water and then it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You climb up on a ladder or something. Yeah, so yeah. that's what kind of brought the elevator game to uh, sort of, because some people started suggesting that she'd been playing that. So let's dive into what the elevator game actually is. Okay. So, so we've got two options here. I can just read you how to do it. Um, so if you if you want to do it, then you know you can save this podcast and I'll read you through the directions. Right, let, let, just you know, live stream and let's now get on really. Or I can. So there are lots of uh, different accounts of people doing it. So, and, you know, writing down what the, you know, how it went and that kind of stuff. So which would you prefer? Another option. So my first option is you're going to read me the rules. Just read you the rules. Yeah. And what's my other option? I'll read you an account of someone, accounts of some people doing it. Or should we go one, then the other? Yeah, let's do one and the other. So firstly, let's let's figure out how, how we're going to... Okay, so I'm going to read... Activate ghost mode. I'm going to read the elevator game, What to Know and Why You Shouldn't Do It, uh, from the website scarymarmy.com. Scary Marmy! Okay, so this is by Deirdre Kelly. Mum's not getting any dinner. (laughs) No, Mum! Yeah, I have some... Mommy's opening a second bottle of vino. Uh-huh. Get into Belltown. Um, so this was originally published by Deirdre Kane on the... Oh, they have the... They've got the... Um, they do their dates the weird way, don't they? So it was the 11th of May, 2020, and updated on the 23rd of November, 2021. So fairly recently. So it's hot, a hot topic now, a hot potato. What are you going to do with it? Catch it. Ah, move it on. Ooh, nice. So, 
I won't do this in an American mom voice, or should I? Thank Why do people Lord. love to scare no. themselves? Let's not. Everyone loves an adrenaline rush. The currently trendy, but certainly not new, way people are getting their hearts racing outside of Halloween is with a game called the Elevator Game, or the Elevator to Another World. The game seems to have originated in Korea and seems creepy as hell. If you think you you're... Lift you know, can't be fun. Why uh, they sent you to hell? Well, hell might be fun. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, you know... Note, note for our US readers, um, not only do we think that your dates are the weird way around, as Chris yeah. put it, um, but uh, well, we they call are, elevators lifts. They are compared to everywhere else in the world. Fair enough. Oh, no, is it everyone else? Well, is it... Uh, Day day month year isn't it? That's, that's yeah, it. Day, because day, that, month, that, day year. Yeah, yeah. Because day it, it makes kind of more sense when you think about it like that to me. But then I grew up with it. So, what yeah. day month year? Yeah, but then yeah. that's but that's going up. So day being that's yeah. going the smallest to the largest. smallest unit of time, and then the, yeah. not going medium, small, large. Uh, you cookie guys, do it backwards. What can they? Backwards. Yeah, databases. <laughs> I've just dropped. Drop something. Don't worry, listeners. I found it. So we're already manifesting several signs. We've had a we've had a lantern moving. We've had yeah. droppage. Yeah, we're opening up some kind of I don't know. Despite the fact I've there's got some my, kind of uncanny powers at work here. I think. Despite the fact I've got my David Soul boxer briefs on. Yeah. Um, well, you're so, just getting like that earlier, Simon, as we kept talking about. <laughs> Did we? Uh, so, if you think you're the only one searching for this. Uh, you're not. I'm re- I'm just going to read this verbatim. So, yeah. uh, hello. Uh, he- uh, hello. Uh, you're not. Not even. <laughs> you're not. Uh, according to the latest search data available, the elevator game is searched for 33,100 times a month. A month! If you follow the rules carefully, a couple of things may happen. You may meet a woman who will enter the elevator and whom you should apparently ignore at all costs. Well, that's just that's just standard British behaviour, isn't it? And if you get off on the 10th floor, you might enter another world. Yeah, Listen. I'm wondering what happens if you don't obey the rules, but yeah. Exactly. Listen, colon, elevators are relatively safe inventions. They're meant to go up and down in all kinds of orders with numerous stops. I mean, this is... This is some new information to me. Explaining what lifts are, that's good. (laughs) Playing this game probably isn't putting any extraordinary stress on the elevator. That said, you'll be in the elevator for an extended period of time. (laughs) Yeah, somebody come and shove a a bottle of nitrogen in there or something. Suffocate you. And that always comes with greater risk. What if there's a fire or the power goes out? The elevator is the last place you want to be. Yeah, or you spend mi- the minimum amount of time in an what elevator. If, what, if, what if a meteor hits? Mm-hmm. Don't want to be in an elevator. Well, ironically, then you rush through the elevator. That's the safest space. You know, yeah, but this is circumstance. And this next point is one which you brought up uh, before we started this podcast, which makes me think that perhaps you should be writing for scarymoami.com. Well, you know, I'm <laughs> Plus, honestly, playing the game just creates a nuisance for people who actually need to use the elevator and go about their business. Yeah, it would fuck me <laughs> off if somebody was pissing about <laughs> the elevator, playing the elevator game. I'm just trying to get up, have a sleep. Have a sleep where? You live on a, a hotel, presumably. 
Also, well, no, the... if I'm going into a building that's got, you know, like I'm on the 12th floor of a, I don't know, a travel lodge or something, just come back from a really Well, you'd be fine conference. because this can only be played where there are 10 floors. So you'd you know, be all a travel right. lodge with more than 10 floors? No, you can go to a travel lodge with more than 10 floors, but this game can only be played in buildings with only 10 floors. Oh, it has to be exactly 10 floors. Yes, or nine or nine floors in England because we have ground floor where they are first. Yeah. So, also, Neil, on the off chance this crap is real, why on earth do you want to summon ghosts or enter other creepy worlds? We don't advise playing. However, if you're curious, these are the rules according to multiple sources and creepy game sites. But with special attention to the ghost in my machine because they didn't include any creepy pictures. Mm. This is a bit nudge, nudge, wink, wink, isn't it? Yeah, you shouldn't do it for all these reasons. Here are the rules. It's how, it's how you get pulled to hell. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm assuming you end up in hell. I don't know. It might be, you might don't. be a nice place. Okay. Mm. You don't end up anywhere. Um, no, I think where you end up is like um, it's an, an alternate kind of a slightly different reality. Where So I've read what happened. So it's an alternate reality. You could reality. meet the man from Towerig. You could meet the man from Towerig. It could be Towerig. Yeah, let's, let's, right, let, right, I'm writing that down. I was going to go to Towerig, so that's, that's nice. Go Towerig. I didn't think we'd be able to do a field visit there, but now we can via the elevator again. Well, we will film film come elevator. back. Yeah. Maybe. You can. Or, it's, or can you? You can, but again... Would you just keep like quantum leap going to different dimensions? Did 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 oh boy! But apparently, so what I've read. Backwards world. Hamburg, you see people. The apes are on this world. Probably stay here. Do all right. Yeah. Finally. Crack, to be honest with you. Climate's probably a bit better. So apparently, it's like our world, but. All the lights are out. Your electronic devices won't work. And on the horizon, there's a red cross. That's what I've read. That's one of the... That's what I've read you see if you go out into the world. Fundamentalist Christian world. It's just basically Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) So, need need to play. Here's the the instructions. One player. There are conflicting reports on this, uh, that it can play with others. One set of instruction we found that you uh, can, but keep in mind that if anyone quits mid-ride, you have to start from the beginning. Ah, oh, reset. So it's basically like, what, it's basically like doing a mission on GTA Online. Oh, oh, for fuck's yeah. sake, they've quit out again. Is there not a checkpoint? So uh, a 10-story building with at least one elevator. That's surprising. Yeah, yeah. In order to do this, you're going to need a, an elevator or a lift. Yeah. Don't don't try and do this in a basement. Don't try this in a park. Yeah. Um, so, how to play? Oh, it's not good for the elevator game. <laughs> you can try. But, you can yeah. try. Give it a go. But um, yeah. not a lot God of buttons. Trier. Not a lot yeah. of buttons in the forest. Um, so, how to play the elevator game? Getting to the other world. Neil, are you ready? Yeah. It's going to be tedious, isn't it? Yeah. And so, it's, yeah, that's what we love. See, that's thing... our sweet zone. <laughs> tedious. Fucking <laughs> yeah. tedious. Tedious legends. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, welcome to Tedious Legends. So I promise thing... to you, the listener. So the thing is, right, as you, as you may or may not know, I don't really like puzzle games. So when you've Fair got enough. to do stuff in a certain order, I get quite annoyed. The, the most puzzle I will put up with is 
So there's a little puzzle bit on Mass Effect Andromeda where right. you have to fill in like a grid with symbols and they can't match like Oh mini games like, can fuck off. Yeah, that mini whole games. nation as to Yeah, let's yeah. Let, let's have a poorly designed game that you have to play for. Well basically it's like it's Ooh, like this very, lock, lock picking thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like very simple it's like very simple Sudoku and you need to that to open some vaults. But that's about so far as I go. Months or years later than everyone else, I finally got into Wordle. Oh, it's good. I've not. And I don't plan to. Fair enough. So, enter the elevator alone. All with your friends, but no one else. So, no strangers. Only people who are in on it. Do not get out on any of the floors. You're going to commandeer the elevator then. Commandeer the elevator. Yeah, everyone else get, out. So get the fire off. Pro- probably get a, probably set the fire alarm off. Take, yeah, a, make take, sure no one else take a knife with you or something. Yeah. So do not get out on any of the floors. If any outsiders get on the elevator, you need to start over. So you want to be doing this when it's not busy. Proceed to the fourth floor. Descend to the second floor. Proceed to the sixth floor. Return to the second floor. Ascend to the 10th floor, return to the 5th floor. When you reach the 5th floor, that is when people report encountering a young woman. The spooky, spooky girl. When you reach the 5th... So you fifth, couldn't get strangers on, but when this one comes on, that's a sign that you've... You've done all right. Yeah. all right, yeah. When you reach the 5th floor... Isn't, yeah, sorry. You, you're instructed not to look or interact with her. She may or may not try talking to you asking for help, or antagonise you. Press the button to the first floor. Two things may happen. You don't react to, like, she might ignore you, but you don't react if she tries to sort of like you. Antagonise you. Oi. Yeah. Oi, prick, your haircut yeah. looks stupid. <laughs> Where'd you get your suit from? The dump? Something like that. Really cutting stuff. Because um, you you'd wear a suit to play the game. Um, so, two things might happen. The elevator descends to the first floor. Then you exit immediately and don't look back or speak. If the elevator starts to go up, you've been allowed into the other world. When you reach the 10th floor, things may look slightly different. No one else will be there. The power may be out. And some players claim to look out windows and see only a red cross in the distance. If you choose to exit the elevator, you should ignore the woman's attempt to question or stop you. So... I know what you're thinking, Neil, because I know how your mind works. What happens if you talk to the woman in the elevator game? Yeah, bang on the money. I was thinking, does anyone come back yet? But uh, yeah, well, that's another one. Yeah. If I, you, you know me, I want to break the rules. I want to know how. No, so no. obviously, if I don't do the floors thing, then just nothing will happen. Which is you're like a paranormal funds, aren't you? Yeah. If you've heard one thing about the elevator game from friends or well-meaning strangers on the internet... <laughs> Is there such a thing? Yeah. It's probably not to acknowledge the woman in the elevator under any circumstances. There's a lot of law surrounding this part of the game. Some say the woman uh, appears to them as someone they know. Some people swear that even just looking at the woman led to damning consequences. The writer suggests the woman follows her home. Ooh, doesn't sound too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Take it where you can get some sunshine. Cool. Yeah, it's again hot in here. Don't mind if I take my t-shirt off. But the t-shirt was about. <laughs> Is any of this true? You could test the theories to find out. But we sure don't recommend it. 
I mean, to be honest with you, at the point where you've done all this shit, like, mm. so you've, it's your 10th time going round because people keep getting on and, what the fuck yeah. are you going up and down? Just can't go down and down a lift a fucking day. Um, you know, but you finally managed to do it in sequence so that actually no one else mm-hmm. has actually got on on any of those floors. Pretty rare in lift. So let's say we're doing this at three o'clock in the morning. So yeah. no one's getting up and down. Um, I mean, if somebody did get on, on the fifth floor, you'd probably shit yourself, wouldn't you? Yeah. That'd be pretty eerie. Yeah, I, and I'd be like, I hope I'm getting. I hope it's going down to the first. I want to get. <laughs> no, you're going to Red Cross. You're going to the Red Cross. Red Cross. You go on to Alabama, boy. You will accept, boy. Just after that, you you in the club. <laughs> so, returning from the other world, if you choose to stay in the elevator and not explore. Oh, oh hang on a second. What, what have we have we discovered? What happens with if you speak to lift lady? Yeah. Well, it says just don't. Follow, she might follow you home for a good time. Oh, she might follow you home. That's it. Sorry, that was. I mean, that's. Uh, yeah. But I've heard yeah. different. Well, I think there are different things of what happens. But again, you end up in a water tank, don't you? Again, yeah, you end up in a water tank. Um, um, nothing to do with uh, being off your bipolar meds. No. Um, returning from the other world, if you choose to stay in the elevator and not explore, press the button for the first floor and return home. You might have to creep pressing the button to get it to work. <laughs> if you choose to get off the elevator and explore, which you do now, yep. there are a few rules to follow in order to properly return to your home world. And don't you like about otherworldly Alabama, but, you know, good barbecue. <laughs> barbecue, good shine. Yep, can you imagine? Yeah, what you'd have in... Banjo music. Yep, yeah, good, good. good. Uh, I won't go any further. No, um, yeah, leave it there. So, one, you must use the same elevator you use to arrive. Simple. Way in, way out. Yeah. Two, follow stop uh, steps two to seven. So, floor sequence two, four, six, two, ten, five. Three, when you reach the fifth floor press the button, return to the first floor, the elevator will attempt to return to the 10th floor instead. Begin pressing the other floor numbers, stop the elevator before you reach the 10th floor. Proceed to the first floor again. So we'll try and take you back and you've just got panic and press all yeah. the buttons until the elevator stops. Upon reaching the first floor, check your surroundings, Neil. Keep your head on a swivel. <laughs> if anything seems off, even the smallest detail, do not get out of the elevator. Repeat step two, four, two, six, two, ten, five, until things look normal. Once you're confident you've returned to the real world, exit the elevator. I mean, I can't be sure there wasn't a caco demon in the lobby, (laughs) but I don't think there was. So, having said that, I'm a bit, I've forgotten the sequence now, so I'm probably just going to get off. Take the chances. (laughs) Probably, Probably was there. Yeah. If you go ahead with the game and you want to find out more about it, here are some first-hand accounts on Reddit, hyperlink you can read, and another one, hyperlink. If you believe in the paranormal, just reading about the elevator game and its aftermath will send chills down your spine. Hang on a minute, Chris. You say there's some users on Reddit who've experienced it. I assume there's some straight-up advice here that could be useful. Yeah, we have tried to avoid using Reddit. So far, haven't we? So uh, we we can probably carry on that for now. Yeah. So we start running out of stuff to say. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, 
The concept of this game is so scary, it inspired a Korean horror flick not too long ago and also inspired the short film you can watch on YouTube if you dare. Here's some tips. Oh, that's nice. They're giving us some tips at the bottom here. Elevator game tips. The game requires... Uh, this game requires playing on a machine that isn't really supposed to be a toy. However, there are some other dangers to keep your eyes, keep your peepers on. When messing around with the paranormal, your phones and electronic devices may not work, so make sure someone knows where you are. Okay, Neil? You may become disorientated or forget which elevator you arrived in. That's quite usual for you. I've got very little chance of coming back from the other world, truth be told, especially without um, any kind of mobile device. If you pass out or faint, you may wake up at home, but make sure you're really at home. It could be the spirit world in disguise. (laughs) Again, say nothing to the strange woman you see. Don't even look at her. So so they've suggested some other spooky games here, but I'm not going to read those for now. So that's how you play it, Neil. Shall we hear a first-hand account? I would very much like to uh, hear that. There's someone here who says... Firmly firmly established, you know. There's someone here from thoughtscatalog.com. And they said they played the elevator game and they did it wrong. And this is the one where the woman follows her home. So, this is by Anonymous. Uh-oh. Back on the 27th of December, 2016. That lovely slow period between Christmas and New Year. <laughs> right. First off, before I say anything else, I want to make it absolutely clear that under no circumstances should anyone play the elevator game to the other world. If you're curious about it, then please just stop. And if you tried it before and it didn't work, then please, please, please don't try it again. I've tried it, and now I've tried it now, and I'm pretty sure I'm fucked. <laughs> well, you're right in this, so you're not that fucked. So I mean, I could take some time out because we just warned some people to do a bit of public service before. You know, here's how it started. About a year ago, I was reading about the death of Elisa Lam, and happened upon a couple of websites about the elevator game, and a lot of conjecture that Elisa had been playing this game prior to her disappearance. For those not familiar with the case, she was later found dead in the water tank on top of the hotel where she was last spotted. Just prior, she'd been seen acting really strangely in one of the building's elevators. The CCTV of it can easily be found if you're really interested. But anyway, that's what got me mildly interested in playing the elevator game. I read it that well for her. Might as well give it a try myself. I quite like drowning in a water tank. Could be all right. I read the instructions of how to do it in a few different places. There were slightly different versions. I don't know why. <laughs> okay, so there's not even consistent rules for how to do this. And it creeped me out. I closed my browser, and then I did unnecessary detail. And then yeah. <laughs> you know. I, shut down, I shut down my computer. It was asking to do a Windows update. So I said, uh, update, then shut down. Real in the trench is kind of like new journalism stuff, in it? It's like... And then, honestly, I didn't think about it again for months until I happened upon another article about it on this very website in May. It contained more info on the game than I'd seen in any one place before, and I became absolutely 
absolutely convinced the game was complete bullshit, being handed around the web as a quick way to get reads from people interested in Lisa Lamb, unlike this article which I've written. The community, <laughs> the community that's obsessed with her is relentless. Like, they're really completely obsessed with her. That's true. That was kind of a big part of the documentary is all the people, yeah, it being like one of those online sleuth I mean, things. Because that does obviously add like a, a free sum of, um, you know, because obviously her, her horrific kind of occurrence and all the rest of it. But I'm not seeing much in what happened to her to link her to, did she play the elevator game? Well, it doesn't seem like it. Well, so did they have her going like up and down in the lift? Yeah, in the CC. Okay, so that's why people think she might have been playing the other yeah. game. Yeah, but so, she didn't go to another world, did she? Well, I mean, she did. Well, she went into water hang up, but anyway, yeah. Um, she did, but whether it was because of the elevator game or because of um, psychological issues, yeah. Let's just say fifty-fifty. Um, I know because my boyfriend is one of them and how I came to considering playing the game myself. So this is either by a lady or a gay man. I would have assumed this was some guy, to be honest, because it's always some guy in it. Well, that's just, you know, the same patient. My boyfriend is sweet. He's kind, but he's also very into missing persons. Yeah, you got to get in those qualifiers because it's them with it. You know, you know. And the idea of the paranormal being a real thing. These are things I find mildly interesting every once in a while, but they're not always on my radar like they are with him. Sounds like there's some cracks in this relationship, doesn't it? No, I'll tell you what. I think she's just trying to go to the other world to get out of this unfulfilling relationship. I'm going to I've got trapped in this loveless well, relationship. I'm going to go to a parallel universe to get I'm away got, from I'm this. off to parallel Alabama. Yeah. Um, start fresh. Um, yeah, other years, much much better. <laughs> to bang on constantly about <laughs> mind of a murderer. It's a bit more right-wing. Um, yeah, yeah. So, one evening, when he wouldn't stop with the spooky Elisa theories, I asked him if he'd stop talking about it if I played the game and showed him it was fake. He agreed, and the bet was made. That's when I knew he thought it was fake too. If he thought it was real, there was no way he wanted me to play the game, which goes, which just goes to show how much of a distracting fantasy being interested in this stuff for most is for most people. Well, you say that, but maybe he well, wasn't happy. Gaslit with you there. <laughs> yeah, go yeah. on then, do it. Yeah, I reckon <laughs> it's fake. Go on. Stick <laughs> your hand in the blender. It's just his long con. Just get someone to try and do it. So he, can, he wasn't going to do it himself. So I don't want to go to another world. We'll prove it, though. So I'll get the missus to do it. Like, who would agree to the proposition that their girlfriend should play the game that could possibly result in them being stuck in another dimension forever? No one, that's who. Or your weird boyfriend. Yeah. Anyway, so I took notes on the game. Uh, to take with me and identify the building where I thought I wouldn't draw attention to myself uh, in any way that might cause me to mess up the game's order and thus be ruled invalid by my true believer boyfriend. I won't say which building it was because I wasn't supposed to be there and they likely don't want the attention, but it's in downtown Atlanta where I live. Should we speculate on what building it was? (laughs) Not familiar with downtown or uptown. um, I I reckon it was the... City Bank building. 
I'm sure they've got a city bank. Fair enough. I'm going to speculate a hotel of some kind. Really, what one? Hilton? Yeah, fair enough. Best Western. <laughs> what other hotel chains? I don't know. Um, don't don't yeah. know. Uh, no, can't think of any. It's been so long since I've been away. Yeah, it has been a while. I was trying to think there was a... No, I can't remember it now. Is there... <laughs> This is like the Y Lodge or something like that, but no, it's there's some rich guys who named a chain of hotels after himself. Uh, just haven't. Maybe it was uh, the a Carrollton. Could have been a Carrollton hotel, couldn't it? Yeah, could have been. Uh, it could have been the Arlington. What's the largest building in Atlanta? I'm looking at well, it's going to be more than 10 floors, though, isn't it? Oh, okay. Oh, it's got to be... Exa- oh, so this has got to be exactly 10 floors? Yes. Nine floors to us. Nine stories to us. Ten stories in America. Atlanta. It could have been the the Drury Hotel. Ten-story buildings. Yeah. So the Bank of American Plaza, that wouldn't be any good because it's 55 stories, Chris. Ugh. Disgusting. It's just uh, phallic nonsense. And that first off, that's going to be the trickiest thing: is finding something that's got yeah, exactly the right amount of floors. Exactly ten floors. The Flatiron Building's got eleven. That's the closest no. I can find. Useless. Right. Anyway, back to it. Now, if you're familiar with the game at all, then you know there are concrete steps that have to be taken uh, have to be taken in perfect order to do it right. These steps are consistent across every version of the game I've read. The only things that aren't consistent are the consequences of doing the steps wrong and exactly what the other world is like. As a result, I was able to plan with confidence <laughs> that okay. there wouldn't be any questioning about doing it right or not later. It took about 20 minutes before I was able to take the elevator alone. It was a new elevator. The building's fairly new. Oh, that's another clue, Neil. Oh, there you go. Zooming in. They're just, they're just dropping in these little hints, aren't they? So it's fairly new, and this is from a year or so. So last last couple of years. <clears throat> and there was nothing creepy about it. No music in the elevator, nothing. Elevator music is very creepy. Any so was, blood coming out of the elevator, nothing <laughs> shining. There was, a, there was that, but nothing creepy. That was a hint. Music. That was a hint. <laughs> so I started the steps of the game. So we know the steps. I'm not going to go what through. What are you going to do? Take the stairs. First floor, press button fourth, don't get out. Second, don't get out. Sixth, don't get out. Second. We can elide over this, I think. Unless so, something happens in one of these. Everything was dull until this point, which was the fifth floor. Yeah, okay, this is, this is where you're going to brick it. I didn't hear anything at step six when I hit the elevator, take the button to the 10th floor. Then I started step eight and fucked it up completely. What? That's obviously the failed attempts. Yes, yeah, as I had a failed attempt. It had been reported by some that a woman may enter the elevator on floor five. She may appear as a stranger who wishes to engage with you. More importantly, she may appear as someone you know. It's important that you do not acknowledge her. In word or glance, if the elevator you're in is reflective, then stare at the floor or at the buttons only. I'd stare at my watch. 
A woman did get it on the fifth floor. The problem is that I never had an opportunity to not look at her because I was looking at the lights above the doors telling me which floor I was on, and it startled me when the elevator suddenly stopped. By then, I was already looking at the door and she was getting on. Oh, no, Neil. Thing you, you have to do. Yeah, one thing. This was so stupid of me. It's so obvious that I should have been facing the corner where the elevator buttons are, not staring at the lights telling me which floor I was on the whole time. I immediately thought, okay, no biggie, this is bullshit anyway. But I have to tell you, I was extremely nervous and I hit the button for the first floor and the elevator started moving again. I made sure to look down at the floor and that's when she started talking. (laughs) She was a tiny... There's nothing worse to an English person. She was a tiny thing. I'd seen that had she got on. And pretty. Her hair was light blonde and she had striking green eyes and freckles. It sounds like you've had a good old peep, you know... (laughs) Had a fairly fairly close inspection. She yeah, doesn't look. Oh, I'm not looking oh, at you. Are you you're looking at me? He's looking at me. She started talking about how there'd just been an accident on the fifth floor and asked if I would go back with her to help. This was totally nonsensical. She'd just gotten on the elevator in the hopes that someone might be there to go and help. I didn't speak. It was too weird. Jeez. No way I was going to speak to her. Yeah, I mean, she could have just, it could have been a flashbang, confused her. Don't know. She said this again, and this time she sounded like she was getting angry. Again, I ignored her. The third time was very different. And I'm just going to warn viewers, I'm going to use some, I'm going to read this out, and it's got some swear words in, and I know we don't swear a lot. Hey, you you fucking cunt, bitch, I'm talking to you, you fucking cunt. (laughs) Holy shit, I can't tell you how scary that was. The hair on my arms was standing up and I got that dizzy, confused feeling when something seems really and truly dangerous and you get that first hit of adrenaline. Tony! I'm sure I'd moved completely into the corner of the elevator at that point. I know I was staring up at the elevator, staring at the elevator buttons and wondering what was taking so long just to go five short floors. We should have already hit the first floor, but we seemed stalled on the third, even though I could still feel the elevator moving. The next thing I knew, she'd gone from calling me a cunt to this kind of soft weeping. I think she just had a few too many gins. I would say that it sounded sad or even mournful, but the truth is that it didn't. It sounded despicable and pathetic. Oh, bad attitude. Remembering it now, the effect that her crying had wasn't to make me want to console her. The effect was that I suddenly found her disgusting. Cool. Empathy. For no reason other than the sigh of her crying, I suddenly found myself... back to reading my Ayn Rand novels. (laughs) (laughs) Copy of the Fountain Head. (laughs) Thinking about how awesome John Galt was. (laughs) How much I despised weakness. Anyone else? Suddenly found myself hating her and she wouldn't stop crying. 
And I'll be honest, love, you've chosen to spend your weekend riding up and down an elevator to see a fucking Reddit thing is true. Yeah, to try. I wouldn't be casting aspersions on others. I mean, all right, she shouldn't have called you all those nasty things. If that had made you angry, fair enough. Mm. The fact that she's crying is what ticks you over the edge. That's a bit weird. I could practically feel her body shuddering. She was crying so hard, and the wet sound of it seemed to fill the elevator, getting louder and louder until I simply couldn't take it anymore. You know, I had a bit of an accident at this point. Yeah. Hatred filled me and I turned around and I yelled, shut up, as I grabbed her by her blonde hair and smashed her head into the elevator door what over the... and over again. Fucking <laughs> hell, this has escalated. Fucking hell. Wow. Who's the real, who's the real demon? Is this a, is this a Reddit thing? Well, this okay. is from Thoughts Catalogue. It's been shared 461.5 thousand times. I couldn't, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't stop myself. Tell just how I got assaulted by a nutter. <laughs> I just, just seen an accident and I just, I was confused and I went into a lift and I just saw a lift sort of open up and sort of go in and see if whoever was in there might want to help because I was sort of scared. And then, uh... So Neil, it gets, this gets worse. It's graphic. It's not for kids. It's visceral yeah. and kinetic. I couldn't stop myself. Blood splattered across the seam in the elevator door and she still kept weeping. The sound rising up in pitch and shifting in pattern until it was no longer a cry but a kind of cackle. She was happy. Oh, God, no, I thought. She's happy. This is what she wanted. And then I realised that... I've asked her in the elevator. (laughs) That's what the Aerosmith song was really about. And like that, I realised that not only had I looked at her when she came through the elevator door, but that I'd acknowledged her. And worse than that, I'd touched her, grabbed her, struck her. I'd given her what she wanted. And then, bing, the elevator door, uh, went the elevator door and we arrived on floor one. Turning, the woman's face was no longer that of a pretty young girl, but was the contorted face, contorted in a face of pure pleasure. As if she had pleasure, as if she had been relieved of a burden long carried, and she stepped off the elevator into the lobby, blocking my exit. Ooh. The door slammed closed, and the elevator began a rapid ascent. I pressed every button on the elevator's console, trying to stop it, but nothing responded. The buttons were dead. Faster and faster, the elevator ascended until, with a loud creak and squeaking of the cables, came to a complete stop. The floor indicator light read 10. The doors opened, and nothing. There was nothing. It was just the 10th floor of the building. On the right and left were offices with glass doors and windows. Inside, people answered phone calls or appeared to be in meetings. Just your basic stuff. You've gone into an office building to do this. This is Mm. interesting. Well, and it's the weekend. Oh, so I might have been working the weekend. Yeah. I hit the elevator button for the first floor and the elevator moved smoothly downwards. At the lobby, I stepped out and walked quickly out of the building and onto the street. I don't know what in the hell I just experienced, but I knew I didn't want any part of it. Well, I mean, Joe's lady at this point. Well, we don't know yet, do we? Mm. Not, I can't read the future now. I'm not a ghost lady. Well, no, I just like she was blocking her from getting off first, but now she's yeah, she'd just... but she'd gone out and blocked. She she'd gone out into the she'd left the elevator. The ghost lady blocked the exit, and then the doors. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought she was standing in the doorway, sort of thing. 
Like inside the lift? Well, no, she stepped out into the concourse. Right, okay. And then she's not there when she gets down the next time. No. Okay, fair enough. I immediately called my boyfriend and told him what had happened on the elevator, and he just laughed and said he didn't believe me. It's really this relationship. He compared what I told him to all really, the things... It really fucking backfired your plans for the weekend, doesn't it? I mean, it wasn't a good idea at the, at the best of times, but yeah. He compared really. what I told him to the things he'd read about Elisa Lamb. He wouldn't listen to me at all. So, called uh, up. Hello. It Clearly was... it says on Reddit that it's a dark-haired lady. <laughs> so, so caught up in his spooky little fantasies that all he could do was try and pick my story apart with the bullshit he'd read on internet forums. He said, what happened to me was impossible when I was just making stuff up to try and win our bet. I hung up and shut off my phone. How are they going to verify this bet, then? This is the part I need you to really listen to. Italics. This My is the, are open. This is the pricked. This yeah. is the part that really matters. The next morning, after going to sleep in my own bed, I opened my eyes and I was standing in As the middle. As opposed to what? Well, no. If you just you got to listen to the end of a sentence before you critique it. Now, <laughs> I'd like to jump into the middle. The next morning, after going to sleep in my own bed, I opened my eyes and I was standing in the middle of an office building of some kind, fully dressed. The light was dim as I peered out of the window and I saw what can only be described as a dead city. A faint dim light on the horizon illuminated illuminated everything with a crimson sheen that glimmered like a greasy film in the low light. There was no sound. I don't mean it was quiet. I mean the place was absence of sound. Ahead of me was an elevator, and the floor indicator read 10. I pushed the down button to call the elevator in such a panic that sweat seemed to instantly cover my body. The elevator arrived, the door opened, I got in and it took me down to the lobby where the low red light was gone, and in its place was the normal lobby I'd seen the day before, and it was morning. This has happened every night and morning for the past 10 nights. During the day, when I'm out of my apartment, I see if the, I see the blonde girl's face in every crowd, but she always disappears once I try and focus on her. On the sixth morning that I found myself in the building, the elevator quit working, and I took the stairs down to the lobby. Uh, and I've taken the stairs every night since, but they get longer and longer. Yesterday morning, after walking down at least 50 flights of steps, I opened a stairwell door. So is she saying that she actually waits? So, so this isn't a dream. She actually wakes up in this office building. This is what she seems to be implying. Right. Yesterday morning, after walking down these 50 flights of stairs, I opened the stairwell door. So her and her boyfriend aren't living in sin, are they? I don't know. Well, he's not bothered about it. <laughs> like, they're not living. They're, they're not spending the night. Intensive anyway. Well, because she, she, didn't she say she woke up in her own bed, but then when she no, she went to eyes, sleep was... in her own bed. Oh, sorry. So then, so yeah, the, oppo- so the opposite. He would have been worried that she'd be missing six nights yeah. in a row. Yeah, presumably. Yeah, it's like they're not. Talking. Oh, he sounds pretty standoffish. So who knows? Yeah, fucking. Yeah, my internet boyfriend. Yesterday morning, after walking down at least fifty flights of steps, I opened the small stairwell door at the floor I was on, and I was back on the tenth. <laughs> And an Ursher style office book. Well, I'm just just glad that she was able to access the internet in our realm. Yeah. It took what seemed like hours to finally get out after that. I'm afraid that tonight I will be trapped. 
I can feel it in my bones that this is it. I will never be able to get out again. I've been trying to stay awake, but I never can, no matter how much caffeine I've had or what I'm doing. When I have something a bit stronger than caffeine, love. Even yeah. worse, I saw the pretty young girl with blonde yeah, the hair. The cheapest whiz you can find. <laughs> the cheapest, dirtiest yeah. whiz. Yeah. Um, I Please saw take the... that up. Keep you awake all night, don't worry. Yeah, you'll be all right. Um, I mean, the come down's going to be dreadful, but. <laughs> You know, this is a life or death situation. Yeah, she's in the come down. Yeah. I you saw know, this the... or Freddy Krueger, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Even worse, I saw the pretty young girl with the blonde hair two nights ago on the stairwell. I didn't see her clearly, but more like out the corner of my eye below me, and I could hear light footsteps. <laughs> she's there. She's in the building with me. She has something in store for me. I'm sure of it. Please do not play something good. Please do not play this game, or it will be the it's end. Like the cut of your jib, we want you to be on your accounts manager. <laughs> Yay! I always wanted that job. It's all <laughs> So don't play the game. It will be the end of you, Neil. Other world isn't something to be fucked around with, like a hobby or a spooky thing to try and dare. It's a prison, and when I finally fall asleep, I know I will become its most recent resident. And was that the last time that Spooky Girl two five six ever posted on Reddit? <laughs> this isn't on Reddit. This is on Thought Catalog. Well, whatever. Um, She's posted that to some something, hasn't she? Anonymous Thought Catalog. Yes, that's it. Oh, she just says so she's what she set up a fucking like WordPress blog or something to tell us about this. This is on. Th- is that on her th- last? <laughs> I don't one know asking, if... Is that the last post, or is there one like a day later that's like, oh, no, I've got it wrong. It's under anonymous, so... Took my meds and it's all fine. <laughs> that's it. That's yeah, I did split up with my boyfriend, though. He was really, you know... He was a bit gaslighting. For one yeah, yeah. So, Neil, there you go. That's the elevator game. I reckon we should do it and film it. <laughs> We've got to find a nine-story building. The rules are a bit prick. I've got to find like a ten... If it wasn't for that, I'd be up for it. It's just exactly... But, yeah, we'll find somewhere with exactly 10 floors where nobody's going to be... Because the thing is, to me, I think the, the trickiest part is going to be, like, somebody not getting on. Yeah, but to be fair... Well, I don't know they... about you, but anywhere where I've got in, like, elevators and stuff, normally there's people getting on at every floor. Well, that's because you're thinking of during the daytime. Yeah, so you don't... That's what I'm saying. So, but then you're having to do it in the middle of the night. It's just going to be a hotel or something, isn't it? Well, a block of flats... I'll tell you what, I'd be interested to know the amount of floors on those block of flats near me by host station because, you can, you know, they're just count, old council blocks. You probably get in there. They do, there's no gate or anything. You can just go in the lifts on that. Oh, you've got to play the elevator game. Do you want any whiz? Yeah, all right. Yeah, just in <laughs> yeah, case. I love a bit cheap whiz. <laughs> Why not? It's going to take a while to get through this. Um, so, I mean, if you if you live in the UK and you know of any nine-storey buildings, then uh, or you've played the elevator game, then let us know. Uh, yeah, if you've been successful with the elevator game, just let us know. Uh, Legends.podcast at gmail.com. But for now, Neil, we're going to go into our scoring system. So, Neil, you may go first with spookiness. Spookiness. Um... I mean, so, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think what's 
Because there's a few different elements here. So I feel like a lot's been appended on by that that one at the end. So mm. the main sort of rule. So firstly, there's the um, this poor young woman who with a bipolar disorder who ended up in a water tank. Yeah. Um, that's you know, and it, they've sort of tied that in. So yeah, that that's obviously really horrible. I mean, that that adds a great deal to the spookiness, I think, because. I mean, I think it was just somebody who sadly, yeah, you know, had not been responding well to their meds or had been off their meds or whatever it was. Um, yeah, that's 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 obviously really sad. But the fact that that's really happened and, and had a horrific sort of thing, that kind of adds obviously a lot to the, the spookiness part, and hence why the Netflix documentary and everyone getting obsessed with it. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, but... but but what the, the canon seems to be that you end up in some alternative... Yeah, I suppose ending up in the alternative, alternative Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. I mean, that is we pretty... We home in Alabama. I'd listen to a bit of Skinner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, in this universe, Skinner is still alive. You can go and see him and rock out. You couldn't. Aren't you? They'd be a bit old now. Well, not in this universe. This is... The universe has... It's a pocket universe which has been set up just to, to be inhabited by Skinner's. Yeah. Could be. I'm, I'm liking it a bit more now. So come on, Neil. Spookiness. There's a lot here, and yeah, no, it, no. To be honest, you so there is that. But it's got yeah, a fair bit of spooky, get, isn't it? Getting trapped in an alternative dimension—that's pretty spooky. Ghost um, woman. Yeah, and all of this stuff that he's putting. I mean, and then presumably you have a bit of a psychotic break because she started assaulting the ghost lady. I mean, right? She swore out. Oh, that's nasty. But well, we don't know. Don't we know don't know this person's background. I mean, there could be. Yeah, could that's be just how she behavior. says hello. It's by assaulting somebody in a lift. <laughs> um, yeah, that's. All, I mean, yeah, no, it's 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 got the ingredients here. I think it's. Um, this is probably one of the spooky ones that we've done. I mean, I, it feels a lot like it's kind of like been done for an internet audience. But um, I'm going to give it an A. I think it is pretty pretty spooky, actually. Yeah, I agree. I think there's a lot to this. Um, yeah, the fact that I mean we didn't really get into it, but the numerology thing being sort of sort of that ties it to the sort of past beliefs as well. Mm-hmm. That's quite good. Um, you know, kind of ancient like ghost stuff apparently. You think this is part of the sort of Korean folklore? The, no, yeah, like the numbers yeah. in that order are part of kind yeah. of Korean folklore, kind of how to summon ghosts or spirits or something. So that's good. Um yeah, and I, I imagine that, you know, if we were going to do this, it would have to be at night because you don't want to be constantly people getting on and stuff. All yeah. right, you, what are you doing? You're doing elevator game. Can I join you? Oh, oh, it's a lot of bollocks. Now. No, that's <laughs> not the rules. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of rules for this ghost summoning, I have to say. Well, if it was easy, then you'd be summoning ghosts all the time. It, wouldn't they? Exactly. It's yeah. got to be... Oh, you just want to text three to fucking yeah. wherever, and then just <laughs> yeah, ghost ghosts. dimension. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah, sorry. Um, Take a bit more effort than that, I'd say. Well, I guess that you'd have to work out what the... what the chances are of doing that um, selection of numbers in that order, like, randomly, what the what the odds are. Because it's probably quite long, you know. You wouldn't be staying in the lift. I mean, I mean that that might happen, but you you've got to stay in the lift the whole time, haven't you, mm. by yourself? So the odds of that, or, happening, or with, unless you're doing else. it intentionally, are yeah, basically zero, aren't they? Exactly. So that's why it's good. So yeah, yeah I think yeah, and the the crazy person coming in, that's good. Um, 
the 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 nether nether Alabama. That's good. Yeah, I'm going to go. With the, I, I think this is one of the more spooky ones. Um, and there's loads of people doing writing about it. Most of it probably made up, but it's all it's good stuff in it. So oh, it's what it is. Yeah, I'm going to give it an eight as well. Believability. So it's probably where it falls down a little. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> um, I mean, I think it. It depends on. Uh, yeah, that's where it falls down a bit. I mean, I don't. Uh, it's really hard. Really hard. What to think about this? Really. Um, I'd be interested. I mean, people must have done it. Most people must have given it a go. So people don't elevators every day, Chris. Huh? Don't you worry. People don't elevators every day. <laughs> but people must have given it a go, <clears throat> and it's got that nice caveat of <clears throat> you might just go to the first floor and then just get out. Because you well, know, here's the, here's the thing for me: if, if it's a woman getting in on true, it, that's, that's the, the part where I shit my pants. Is when mm. yeah, suddenly it's sort of like a woman gets in and then starts like being really weird. Yeah, at that point, I'm and it's too late. Then that's that, that's the bit I like. Yeah. yeah. So, um, do I think? I mean, I don't. It's got the numerology stuff, the sort of old numerology stuff. So numbers could be. But important. then you've just based it on that, haven't you? So. Yeah, but that's what I mean. So that could, you know, could be kind of ancient knowledge of numbers being able, being important, and being able to. Like go to a different dimension. I don't know. Um, it's not hugely believe. I don't know. It's a tough one to get a grip on, really, believability wise. So I'm just going to go down the middle and give it a five. Neil, you can go. Fair enough. But that feels probably a bit high for me, to be honest with you. So, right, let's have a think about it. So, I mean, I mean, all right. So it's been a Netflix documentary, but that was really more just tying in. You know, yeah. could this have happened to this? Poor young woman. Yeah, it wasn't um, based. The documentary kind of mentioned that was one of okay, the things which the people it. were kind of suggesting. Like, They're more interested in, and this is all of the sort of things around what actually, yeah, what actually happened to yeah. Like that one I did about the Slenderman. And that hotel was like one of those hotels, like one of the murder hotels, where there's been like it's changed its name a few times, but it's had quite a few kind of mysterious deaths in it. Yeah, overlooked gotcha. Um So. I should have known before going in with all the blood flying out. But um, no, so um, yeah, I mean, well, it's been so been a newspaper, but really they just repeat, re, you know, re, report the facts. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's and this is the thing with a lot of these kind of like internet legend ones. You know, as soon as you're like your sources read it, my um, the believability just falls out. Catalog. Yeah, whatever. Um, I mean, yeah, okay. Website. Fair enough. Sure, anyone, yeah. can, anyone can set up a blog, can't they? Well, you send it to me. I'll, I'll read it tonight and get spooked. Um, yeah, I just there's nothing. The only thing that they've got to tie into this, other than some yeah, blog posts, website, which people are incentivized to sort of lie on those kind of things. Um, See, it's a proper website. I mean, fine, but then somebody's just emailed in then that article, haven't they? Yeah, we could write for this if we wanted. I mean, it's yeah. not, it's not, it's not writers, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it's not verified. Is the point I'm making? So, well, there's the one you, you know, sent in, Neil. Five strong indicators. He's definitely into you. Did, yeah. did you get paid? Then, you know, did you get paid for that? 
We got paid in something. We don't need to know what. Got <laughs> paid in kind, let's just say. They strongly indicated something, I'll tell you that much. Um, how to know you've met a wound mate because they feel like a soulmate, but okay. Right. Uh-huh. No, let's not, let's not get into, yeah, let's, let's not, not get, get into, into the hot content, was, which is on. Let's thought. save that for the, um, for a different, well, you're sharing the screen it. Let's, let's save that for a different. Let's save that um, for podcast. our relationship podcast. <laughs> it's gone on, it's gone on far too long already. Yeah. I'm just not seeing any credible sources. Um, so I'm going to give it a two. Low. So reach now. And also I don't believe in ghost elevators. Reach. More, more for um, you. Yeah. I wonder how long this was. So the thing for me, I think this has probably got fairly good yes, reach for now. Because it's on Netflix. It's Loads sort of, of YouTube um, yeah, stuff. The sun have just gotten on, onto that because they'll get some more clicks. It's, I can it's imagine originally sort of from, Loads of YouTube. It's originally from Korea slash Japan. So global. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's been around different parts of the world. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, it's it's kind of a bit of a viral hit, if you like. So, yeah, I think reach-wise, but for me, I guess, why I'm not going to go massively high is because I wonder how much life this thing will have in it. That doesn't really matter because we're talking about now. Yeah, you I can't suppose, predict the future. Quite despite despite, well, despite your no, Ouija boards and magic, you can't predict the future. Can't, well, can't I? No. How do you know I haven't done the elevator game already and come back with knowledge that you could not care? I would have thought that you would have been a bit more knowledgeable you if know. you had knowledge. You don't know, do you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless you're hiding it. That's and then there's nothing else to share it. Oh, yeah, exactly. You're a difficult character to get round. There you to, go. To get round. Deep old cove. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, I'll, uh, I'm going to... I'm going to hedge my bits a little bit there, though, but yeah, I think because it's it, it has probably gone quite quite wide, I'll give it a 7. Um, yeah, so I think it's got a good you know, reach. It's, it ain't a big foot away. No, nah, it's been it's been chatted about on Netflix and that. Um, it's a big internet thing. I'm sure, it's huge on TikTok, Chris. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, and Snapchats and uh, yeah. Telegram and things. Eight Chan, yeah. uh, all the cool, all oh, the like, cool ones, all those other five hundred alt right fucking platforms. <laughs> yeah. put out, That's really it? big on Stormfront. Blonde idiot can't use Twitter anymore. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think it's I think it's a big one. I think it's got good reach. Uh, feels like a, a real ge- a gem zeder of a. So I'm going to give it a seven as well. So, right. Sony. No, I think I've I think I've got enough of a lift into alternative dimension or something. <laughs> right. So if you. So the other way you can do it, Chris, is you just do a podcast about it and you keep talking about the rules. Yeah, we should do that. And if, we could do if that you, if, an offshoot. If the little blonde lady finds you utterly tedious, <laughs> which yeah, she, she puts you into an auto-dimension. How to bore. Didn't even bother swearing at you. The, how to bore the into. ghost woman to tears <laughs> with Neil and Chris. <laughs> how to, how, how to protect <laughs> yourself from spirits by being utterly uncharismatic. We completely <laughs> disappeared halfway through a podcast, but it's still got loaded up by ACAST for some reason. Um, right. So, uh, narrative premise. I think it's pretty good. It's got a big old narrative. It's got a good story. It's a pretty new premise of using the uh, modern tool of the elevator slash lift yeah. to enter Alabama. Uh, verse um, skin adverse, so yeah. I d- yeah, and there's lots of people who have written about. I mean, it's it's good enough that plenty of people have felt there's enough there to 
to write a story around it. I think it's quite a, it's got a strong framework. It's got good bones, so I think it's pretty good. Um, and it's got legs. You can go where you want with it. You could say, "Oh, I went out into you know that no one really talks so huge about about going out into the other world yet." So you could, I mean, I might write a story in Reddit and say, I've just returned from the other world after three years of being in the skin adverse. So <laughs> oh, I've, I've, I've come through, someone else was getting out, I got in and then uh, I, I grew up in skin adverse. <laughs> now, I'm, now, I'm, now I'm rocking it. I, I rock too hard for your shitty world. Yeah, this place is rubbish. Where's, where's a big red cross in the sky? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think it's good. So I'm going to give it an eight mil. Big Red Cross in the Sky. I'm sure that was in a Terry Pratchett book or something. Anyway. So, your yeah. turn, Neil. Narrative premise. Um, yeah, I, again, I'm going to agree. This is one of the better ones, actually. And it's, I think it's, I mean, it's it's a classic kind of thing like Bloody Mary or any one of those things where you, you do something to get yourself into a spooky situation. Yeah, give yourself But the, the rules are... Yeah, but rather than just sort of saying something in a mirror, it's just one of those sort of test yourself out. But the rules are tedious enough and complicated enough that actually it's not that easy to yeah. do. So you you know have to find a place with ten stories. You've exactly. got to really want to do it. You know, you probably have to do it at night. Yeah, so you, you can't just do this on the office. Like and the saying, thing is, you know, like getting like actually looking into it and trying to find the place and planning it and stuff would probably up your anticipation slash spookiness yeah. levels. So it'd be probably quite a spooky one to do. You know, start buying into yeah. it. Yeah. And as I say, I do really like the, um, the fifth you know, floor. woman getting on the lift. What's her game? Uh-huh. You know, what's she up to? What's she an accident. What's her motivation? We're going to do a prequel with her, Chris. Yeah. We're going to do, you know, three series on Netflix. It's going to be like the better cool soul of the, uh, this stuff. How she, so, how yeah, she ended up working for the other, for Leonard, but Skinnerverse. Yeah. You know, you've got, you got, you got her bit. I think that'd be a compelling story. You've got what's going on in Skinnerverse. Yeah. I think there's plenty. Yeah, oh, I reckon, you know, we could... Uh, I mean, actually, I think we should sort of pitch this to... What's that awful channel where they had Dexter on? FX? Fox or FX, something like that. Yeah, they'd, any old shite, they'd spin out for about 10 series. So we get Michael C. Hall involved. Yeah. And uh, who, can, who, could be, who could be blonde psycho lady? Pele. <laughs> yeah, Pele. Yeah. Pele in a wig, that's fine. Beautiful. Playing yeah. himself. <laughs> Playing himself, yeah. <laughs> Hey, you fucking cunt. <laughs> Style palace. You fucking cunt. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think this is good. Yeah, no, I, I de- definitely think we can get, get get a few series out of them on TV on this. So, yeah, it, it's uh, yeah, it's going to be quite a high one for me. I think I'm going to give this uh, an eight for there. Lovely. So that's a high score in 53. Ooh. The only bit where it really fell down was believing in the team, surprisingly. Yeah. I was shocked by that. But, um, yeah, that's a good one. I enjoyed that. Quite, quite well done, you know, compared to a lot of these things, they tend to be... Uh, yeah, I mean, like Black, Black Eyed Kids is a bit yeah. like, no, compared to this, this has been sort of, well, this is a bit more rounded than that. I like it. Um, and I reckon we, I'm going to have a look and see if there's a nine for, for building and we can um, we can film ourselves doing it. But, like, let's... Avoid. We just not make up stupid stories. Just one of these blogs. Well, we can do that, but we could film it. But let's not do something I silly like Pele and I come from the other like world. getting like getting someone who looks like Pele to get in on the fifth floor or whatever. Let's not do. Let's actually do it. Let's see, see what doesn't happen. <laughs> but I want to see the prep work involved first. To be honest with you. Well, we turn up. I record it on my phone. We fuck off. Oh yeah, but finding finding a, a location that's. Uh-huh. 
and at what time? Just look at the slightly tall buildings. So that difficult. I'll do the as with everything, Neil. I'll do the work. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, and if anyone wants to get in touch for anything, then it is herb.legends.podcast at gmail.com. And I think that's it for this week. And uh, we will catch you on the other side. Hopefully, um, next pod will be from the well, skin. We'll be in Skinner's skin by the time you, you, you hear this. So you may so or may not. I hope to see if, you in the, in the Red Shiny yeah, universe. So, yeah, we, we may or may not be back. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye.